All right, guys, we welcome to Below the Belt Show the absolutely stunning, gorgeous, very talented actress, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Courtney Hope. You might know her from Bold and the Beautiful. And, of course, in many video games, I know we have a a resident gamer in studio. That's me. Big Nick. What's up? So we welcome to Below the Belt Show, Courtney Hope. What's up, Courtney? Hi, how are you all? Good to have you on Below the Belt. Absolutely. So, <laughs> I have a resident gamer in studio, uh, Big Nick. Well, that's uh, exciting. Have you played a video game featuring the one and only Courtney Hope? I have. Yeah, I I'm have. sure you have. Yeah. yeah. Um, I played Quantum Break, which was an awesome oh, video cool. game. Yeah, yeah. I have not played Control yet, but it's on my list. It's on your list. Okay. It's on cool. my list. But well, I, th- I can't wait to see what you think of it. I, I, well. Yeah. I'm in it, but I actually really, really enjoyed it um, a lot, which 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 was cool. I'm I'm not a huge like shooter gamer, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I I loved it. So. Yeah, I'm always interested to know if if an actress or an actor that does the motion capture or is in the video game is an actual gamer themselves. So would you say you maybe you're not so much a gamer? No, I am. I just I I mean well. First off, I grew up like playing Mario. Like that was my yes. yeah, dude. <laughs> yes, I was like that was like my major uh, nerding out was was that. Um, but then I grew up and uh, my my brother played a lot of Grand Theft Auto and I I got into that. Yes, and then, great game. Um, yeah, it's a great game. I love cars, so I was like, oh, this is this is my thing. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I really do like games. I'm I'm more. Um, I've played a lot of like World of Warcraft and stuff like that, so I'm mm. just not cool. more the more strategy games. I guess I would say is is where my um, kind kind of where what I'm drawn to. Um, I really liked Quantum Break. I enjoyed playing it. it was difficult um, for me, which which was fun. Uh, but I I really thoroughly enjoyed Control, the story of it. Um, I will say that it definitely got very difficult where my boyfriend and I had to kind of switch off because I kept dying. Because uh. <laughs> <laughs> it got really difficult, but uh, it was it was so much fun. So I definitely am a gamer, um, and I'm getting more into it. I had a lull probably a few years ago, but I was a huge gamer as a kid where my parents had to put um, a TV downstairs next to their TV because I just would stay up in my room all the time. <laughs> I and love never it. Never cool. stop playing Mario Kart. <laughs> Yes, and wow, the trailer for Control looks really, really cool. Um, you're the first female lead protagonist in the company's history. Yeah, Remedy. Game t- Remedy's uh, yeah. game titles, uh, which is a, a great distinction, so congratulations for that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and what's Thanks. cool yeah. is that, so they cool. kept your likeness as well, so it was important mm-hmm. that, you know, sometimes you'll do like a voiceover and it's not your likeness, but in this case it was your likeness and your voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly, which was, which was really cool for me because I felt like in Quantum Break, I mean, Beth definitely had a lot of um, resemblances to me. Um, obviously, they changed my hair and made it a little more brown. Um, and then I remember when they were going through, um, you know, kind of the the pre-production and figuring out exactly how they wanted Jesse to look. They, I remember they were trying on different. I feel like the the face in itself was something they were always kind of planning on staying more uh to 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 look like me but the hair they kept going back and forth and finally they were like you know what 
why don't we have a redhead? And I'm like, you know what? That's a good idea because I am a redhead. <laughs> there you go. And we have a redhead in yeah, studio. We have a redhead in studio. Hello. Yeah. Quantum Break is one of these cool games because it, it's a video game, but there's also television episodes in the game. So cool. Yeah. Yes. So you get that. to do some real yeah, life acting cool. and you get to do mocap. Absolutely. And I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed how they kind of put it all together because in the game. Um, Jack Joyce and Beth Wilder were the heroes, but then in the TV show aspects, they were kind of like the villains, you know? So it kind of showed from two different perspectives, um, which I thought was really, really Now, did you, were there like really differences in how you made Control and your and the part that you played in Quantum Break? Like how different was the experience when you made them? Well, Qu- Quantum Break was my first video game ever. So I feel like I went into it you know, kind of blind. Like I just, I didn't really know what I was, what I was, not necessarily what I was doing, because obviously, you know, as an actor, it's like, okay, this is the character, this is what I'm playing. But technically, there's so much that goes into a game that mm. is different than TV and film. Um, and then, obviously, like you said, we shot the game, but then we also shot the TV show. Yeah. And with Quantum Break, we did very, very thorough um, scenes. So, like, any of the cut scenes, they were very thorough in a volume, and we rehearsed them, and they were um, they were pretty, pretty thorough, like, with, with you know, Paul Serene and um, Beth Wilder in some of the end of the game. I mean, we rehearsed that and, and really, really got into it. With Control, it was done in a shorter period of time because also the technology has improved since then, so they could fit my face and... And everything, they had it rendered right away so that when I would do my voice, all my voiceover and any of my facial capture, it would go directly into the computer and kind of become one instantaneously. As opposed wow. to That's pretty break, awesome. They had, yeah, they had to go through like over a couple weeks and make sure that it all matched before they could actually see the final product. So I feel hmm. like for Quantum Break, it was like two and a half years. And for, at least for me, I know for them it was a lot longer developing it. Um, and then for control, it was just about a year and a half. Cool. And it, I got to say yeah. that it's, you know, nowadays a lot of video games, you can m- create your own avatar, right? And that's cool because yeah. you can make them look like yourself. But this game, for you, you play it, that's you. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you don't need to change the character because right. that's you. That's totally awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it, it was really, really cool to see. It was interesting, too, because... For Quantum Break, you know, Beth originally was supposed to be a playable character, and then as, as there was actually supposed to be a couple, and then as production kind of went on, um, they switched a few things around and had it just be Jack Joyce, and that was who you played. And so I had never really gotten to play, you know, my character in anything that I'd done before. And yeah. so being able to do that was, was really cool, and it was really fun, and it was also fun to have a lot of my friends and family go and, you know, just have me do weird things or like you know, <laughs> shoot things that I wasn't supposed to be shooting or like run into the wall 10 times and they thought it was terrible. And so it was, it. it was kind of fun to be involved in that. All right. So I got to ask of this incredible game because myself, I know Chachi and Nick are big Star Wars fans. So Star Wars, The Old Republic, yes. Knights of the Eternal Throne, you played a Sith Lord. <laughs> yes. Tell us about that yes. experience. Um, how cool is that to be in the Star Wars universe? That- that was obviously a huge dream of mine. I I was so excited, and also to be on the dark side of things. I think that was that was really fun. You know, growing up, 
I love Princess Leia, and I love... Who didn't, yeah. You know, I, I loved the dark side, but I gravitated <laughs> more towards, you know, the, the especially as, as, you know... The dark know, side of the force. Very crisp. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and so it was fun to be Valen. It was fun to, and it was also cool as well because they went in and especially for the live or the live action trailer, the mm-hmm. not really live action, but it was more of like the animated trailer that they went through. And so it was interesting to do that because we didn't know anything about what they were going to be putting out there. It was very hush hush. That's how Lucasfilm works. Um, and so it was interesting to kind of see it all put together and to see the story that they had created with all of it. Um, yeah, and it was great to see me, you know, wielding a, a lightsaber around. Them. Yes. Like, oh, okay. Yep, yep. That is so rad. If I could just have this in real life, I feel like a lot of my problems would be solved. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you know, but the next uh, Star Wars trilogy will be based on the Knights of the Old Republic. Uh I would probably reach out to uh, DB and, and uh, Dave, uh, <laughs> the oh, producers yeah. of Game yeah. of Thrones, who are now producing that new Star Wars trilogy. See if we can oh, bring Courtney Hope in that film. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes. I'm put that into the universe right now. <laughs> <laughs> How cool would that be? So awesome. So um, moving on from video games, a lot of cool things on the film and television world. Of course, you are still a regular on uh, The Bold and the Beautiful as Sally Spectra. You've done over 200-plus episodes, I'm seeing on IMDb, of uh, yeah. The Bold and the Beautiful. How, how has that journey been so far for you? It's been great. It's, it's been so much fun. I, I love everything about it. I love, I love the character I get to play. Um, I think she's, she's fantastic, and I, and I I've loved growing with her. Mm. Um, I love the crew and and the cast and there, there's just so much to it. It's 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 really it was so wonderful to kind of jump into a legacy of a show and um, a little bit intimidating for sure mm-hmm. um, for a multitude of reasons. So, you know, Sally Spectra is an iconic character back from the beginning, and I play her great niece, mm-hmm. so it was kind of definitely intimidating coming on to that and then coming on to a show that, that that's so well-renowned all over the world right um but everyone was so welcoming and they just you know accepted me with open arms and and a bunch of people showed me the ropes and and so it's it's just been great to be a part of a family because this industry sometimes you know you're a part of a family and then you might get canceled after a season or you're a part of a family and then the movie ends you know after six weeks a few months and so it's been nice to have a little bit of longevity um, with the same people. Yeah, and Bold and Beautiful is not going anywhere. They're going to be around forever, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's one of those soap oh, operas I don't think will ever end. Right? How many seasons? No, I, uh, I think we just hit 30, 32? 32, 32 seasons. seasons. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That's it's a long shelf life. It's great. I think it's a testament to, you know, obviously the the heads of all of it, Brad Bell and and his father and, and the writing and, and the, you know, the staples of the show, um, you know, John McCook and Catherine Tilly Lang, and they've been there since day one. And right. They're just really great people and phenomenal actors. And I feel like, um, I always say, I, I the show reflects, you know, the 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 veterans of it, and, and they really have done a good job of, of holding it in its place. Yeah, 8,000 episodes as of January 2019. 
Wow. That's a lot of episodes. Total episodes. <laughs> and you're in 200 of those, 200 plus of those episodes. I know. I know. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> also, your IMDb, uh, I guess in uh, time for the holidays, you have a Christmas movie, a Merry Christmas match coming out on the Hallmark Channel. Yeah, yeah, I have. Uh, I've I've always wanted to do a Christmas movie, so I'm actually really fun. excited about it. My yeah, character is a little, I don't want to say anti-Christmas, but she she's she ha- she's a little bit more uh, boy-driven than you know Christmas-driven. But it's <laughs> the movie itself is so much fun, and so and it was so much fun to be a part of. So I'm really excited to see that. Oh, those Halloween those are always feel-good movies. October. Yeah, mm-hmm. Christmas in October. But um, what's the release date of this film? Uh, I think it's October 25th. I wow. know they switched it. I said somewhere the other day October 28th, but I, I looked, wow. I looked okay. yeah, again and it's October 25th. Well, it's interesting because a lot of people say, oh, you shouldn't uh, put up Christmas decorations until after Halloween. But yet, your film, your yes. Christmas movie is coming out before Halloween. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I went into Rite Aid the other day, or, or uh, the drugstore the other day, and they had Christmas stuff. They had a whole row of Halloween. Then they had like a little bit for Thanksgiving, and then they had a whole row of Christmas stuff. Oh I'm my like, goodness! Really, That's insane. guys? I'm like, it's not even Halloween yet. <laughs> oh my gosh! I can so say, funny. I mean, it should be after Thanksgiving, but I can handle after 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 Halloween. Halloween yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But you know, whatever. People want to prepare. My my mom, which I actually was very very proud of her. Um, I talked to her probably in like May. <laughs> one day, and she was like, oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, you know, I pretty much have all my Christmas shopping done. I'm like, what? Wow. Really? <laughs> yeah. Which is surprising, because, you know, years and years ago, she was like, you know, the day of, like, crap, I still have to get this person That's something. That's how this I am usually. <laughs> yeah. But online shopping yeah. has alleviated a lot of those issues, thank God. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, thank God. And it's so nice. You have to deal with the, the stress of going into the store and, you know, waiting in lines. And sometimes it's fun, but... When I see people at, like, the Black Friday sales that are, like, you know, waiting at Best Buy at 2 in the morning, I'm, yeah. I commend them. I just want to bring them some hot chocolate and be like, good luck. Wait <laughs> <laughs> in eight hours throughout the night just to save 10 bucks. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm like, I don't well, get it. But you know what? They, that's, that's probably their thrill. That's, <laughs> that's the thrill of the bargain is their thing. Nice. Yeah. So uh, your character is Victoria in this uh, A Merry Christmas match. Uh, tell us a little bit about the character. Uh, well, Victoria is a spoiled rich girl. Um, nice. Both of her parents are, are very, uh, very well off. And she falls in love with um, one of the other, uh, another guy in the film who is also very well off. But he has kind of a change of heart. He's going after the the lovely girl as opposed to, you know, the one that, that feels like she des- she deserves everything in the world. And that would be me. Um Aww. So it's it's fun. It's 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 a fun fun little part for the movie because uh, I feel like it shows it allows his character to to grow a lot and overcome, you know what what he what he's been through in a in a high society and kind of um, humble himself and and to see what the truth is. And so I feel like my character, uh, my lovely character of Victoria, allows him to be able to to do that. You know, it's so funny. I normally play. It's either like the super edgy roles or like the goody goody roles. Right. But normally there's always like a little bit of like edge to it. And so, okay, the king is as edgy as Hallmark can get. Well, what's your um, favorite Christmas movie? Oh my! 
Well, I love The Grinch. That's always like my number one go-to. I quote it all year round. The cartoon or the, or the um, Jim Carrey? What? Which one? The cartoon or like the live action? Oh, no, the Jim Carrey version. Okay. Oh, Jim Carrey, nice. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, that is by far my favorite Christmas movie, but then I also love Elf. Elf oh, is great. Oh, yeah. That's one of the top ones. <laughs> That's my jam. Yeah. Well, one of yeah, my favorite Grinch. ones is the um, Harold and Kumar Christmas. That's the that's one your of the, favorite. That's, that's one of favorite. the most underrated Christmas movies. Uh, <laughs> Die Hard is the the best Christmas movie ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Die Hard's great. Oh yeah, yeah. Die Hard, thank you. Yeah. Gonna, yep. yeah. No, Christmas. I love I love watching I love watching Christmas movies. There's there's so many. I mean, I remember growing up on like the old school, like Frosty and Frosty the Snowman and um, Rudolph, <laughs> and those those were the ones. You know, my mom always used to love to put those on, and so I grew up with those and. And I, I mean, those are always a classic for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my favorite is either, like, Christmas Vacation or Bad Santa. Bad Santa. My top oh, two. Yeah. I, was, I was actually just thinking Bad Santa, too. I was like, I really, really like Bad Santa. And Christmas Vacation, I just saw for the first time last year, and I thought it was Really? Terrible. Wow, that's a classic. Yeah, I had never seen it. Oh, good. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. So you have quite a few uh, TV credits, um, including NCIS, LA, Criminal Minds, CSI Miami, Transparent Bones. What have, what's been your favorite, uh, I guess, primetime television uh, gig you've had? Oh, you know, man, it's hard. I've been on so many. I have been very fortunate, I would like to say, that I've been on some really, really great sets. Um, I I really, really loved being a part of, of Transparent. I feel like it Ooh. was a vehicle for um, just, just, a new transformation of television that I feel like as an artist I'd never really been a part of. Mm. Um, but then also industry-wise, I just felt like it was... I mean, everybody on that show, the, the the table read of that show was like watching a play, you know? I mean, mm. they just fully committed in the room, and yeah. and Judith Light was just like, oh my gosh, she's just epic. She was so great. And so I really loved being a part of that. Um, but I also feel like I really loved being a part of... NCIS LA, Eric Christian Olsen, it was just so wonderful, and it was so cool to, you know, even though I was only on there as a guest star, they really accepted me as if, no, you know, you're, you're a player of all this, and we're, let's, let's all collaborate together, and let's run our lines, and let's, you know, they just were really, really open mm-hmm. to, they, they saw me as an equal, which, which was really nice, because awesome. I think I did that when I was like 22 years old, and um, I, I, I really like everyone on that show was an actor, but yeah, I mean, I just feel like I've been very, very blessed to be a part of some really great, um, crews and, and cast. So I, that's definitely something I would, I, I'm gearing to get it, get back into because I right. just, I love prime time. I, you want to shift? Do you want to shift? Do you want to alienate your daytime audience <laughs> and move yeah, over to prime yeah, time? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I just love playing. As many things as I have the capability of playing, because I feel like I you can do both, regardless, right? Regardless, I grow as a person. Yeah, you can do both. Are I you allowed to be a series on regular on a daytime soap and a primetime? Well, normally I would say no, but Hunter from um, uh, Hunter King from YNR, they were really, really, really gracious in letting her do. I think she's on Life of Pieces series regular, and then she's also on YNR. They've been really good about letting her flip-flop back and forth. And I feel like there's a lot of shows now, because there's only four shows left, and because primetime 
changed so much. Yeah. I feel like the the, the networks are, are really being a lot better about letting people go and do both because, you know, if it pulls viewership. It really does, you know? I mean, if you're... If you're Absolutely. You know, cast member is working and they're working on something else and, and they're liked by that viewership, then, you know, all those fans are going to go, oh, what else is she on? And, and I've noticed that, you know, from any of the things that I do, especially soap fans, they are just loyal, 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 sometimes to a fault. And um, I don't want to say to a fault. That sounds terrible. No, they're just... They're <laughs> not to a fault. They're fantastic. They're just absolutely loyal. That they're like, what else are you doing? What else are you doing? And so right. I feel like it really benefits the networks and the shows to let people go off and do little things here and there. And if you all could, the beautiful has been great letting me do that. If you could choose a, um, a network primetime show, whether it be you know regular network TV, cable TV, or streaming, what, what, sh- what show would you love to be on? This is a hard one because there's so many things that I love. I, well, a network in general, I would love to get on the CW. That is something that yes. I have wanted since, since I was younger. I mean, I love superheroes. I love, I mean, Marvel eventually and movies is eventually where I want to head. Or yes, we but love that. Love we love all that. that. Oh, yeah, me too. That's, that's like my, my, one of my major, major goals. And I feel like the CW is kind of encapsulating both of those things onto their network constantly. Right. So that is something in general that I would love to be on. But I mean, this is us. I love this is us. I think mm, the cast good is show. impeccable. I'd love to be a part of that. Um, and then, you know, at some point, I'd love to be a part of of a comedy. I, I've always kind of wanted to do that too. And um, I don't know. You know, for me, I'm always like, what what what's a good um, story that I can sink my teeth into, and and a good cast and um, people that are really great at what they do and and how can i be a part of it and i and i would love to be a part of it but cw in general the network i i mean every show that's ever come out i mean i want to play poison ivy so bad so i'm always like, oh God. yes you'd be perfect <laughs> i oh my gosh i that's something that that i've always wanted to play it's so funny my mom laughs because you know i'm so spiritual and so positive all the time and she's like you just love playing these darker roles and I'm like, it's just fun for me to kind of see that side right. of mm-hmm. life because naturally I'm I'm not like that. But it's so fun to kind of sink my teeth into, right. into the, like we said before, the darker side. Um. So Courtney, this is Vanessa. Hello. Um. Hi. And I I will completely underscore what you just said. I am also a very positive, peppy kind of redhead. person, and I'm a redhead, and <laughs> I teach bar like you. <laughs> But some of my favorite roles are actually the really dark ones because you get to explore emotions and sides of you that may or may not exist. But, um, you know, you you sort of get to discover new areas because that isn't who you are. So it can be really fun. Um, But I do have a quick question. So, well, actually, it's more of a compliment. You're your strength and your determination and your clarity growing up uh, when I was um, looking into your your past and how you got into acting I was so struck and impressed by how I think at 15 you begged your parents to go to acting school and then you went to LA and then you got your your associate's degree when you were 18 in psychology it, can you just tell us a little bit about that um, how how determined you were and what drove you and how you knew you wanted to be an actress. Yeah. I mean, 
you know, I don't know when it started. I just remember that it was just a passion at such a young age. I knew at three years old that I wanted to entertain. I mean, I literally basically came out like dancing and entertaining of my mm-hmm. mother's womb. And that's just something that, I mean, our home videos are basically all me. And it's not because people are filming me. It's because I'm filming myself in my room, making up skits and doing accents and making up dances. And I just was always drawn to the arts. Um, and, you know, I'm a very type A personality. I love to learn. So school and um, any sort of capability for me to grow and learn was something I always gravitated towards. So for me, you know, I went to, I asked my parents for an agent when I was, well, I asked them for one when I was younger. Um, and as a dancer, I was so hyper that my parents were like, you know what, we're just going to let her be a kid and stick to school. So that's what I did. And then they said, wait till you're 12. And then when I turned 12, they gave, they, you know, said, what do you want for your birthday? And I said, I want an agent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they got me an agent. <laughs> what an awesome birthday present, an agent. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I would like an agent. Thank you. Um, and then I started high school, and it just wasn't for, for me in the sense that, like, I just didn't care about the clicks. I didn't care mm-hmm. about who was popular and who was taking who to homecoming. Like, it just wasn't my thing. I was right. like, what What am I learning? Am I, do I know everything that I need to learn about history or about, you know, the Pythagorean theorem or whatever it is so that I could pass this test so that I can make sure I get good grades so that I can make sure I can get to dance class on time. Like, that was just, I don't know. I don't know. My parents are very driven people and they're also very artistic and creative, so I feel like it just kind of stemmed from there. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know exactly how to answer that. I just feel like it just, it just was always ingrained in me since I was younger, and I'm very fortunate to have parents that were capable and also so supportive of me really, you know, pursuing my dream and being a part of it as well. I mean, they are still, like, my biggest fans you know my mom's facebook page is like everything that i'm always doing and and Aww. it's just it's the sweetest thing in, in the world and yeah i i love it because you know i there were so many people i grew up with out here and their parents would just drop them off and then leave you know at 15 and mm-hmm. get an apartment a bunch of kids would live by themselves and i don't know you know i'm always i always look at myself as my biggest competitor mm-hmm. and I'm not really focused on anybody else it's always about what do I want I have so many dreams and goals and I just want to be the best person that I can be and the most educated yep. which is going back to what you were saying about learning the side of you that that isn't you because mm-hmm. you know if you only stick to what you know you're you're only going to be one-sided you're and, only limiting and yourself like, yeah yeah exactly awesome. it's not really the point of life so I'm always, you know, wanting to learn. I'm actually back in school right now getting my nutrition degree from Cornell. Oh, wow. I just, that's something oh, I've always wanted to do. So that's you. That's amazing. That's an inspiration yeah. for us all. Mm-hmm. I love that. As a working actor, you still continue and continue education. But, mm-hmm. Courtney, wow, this is an amazing interview. Uh, thank you so much for <clears throat> talking to us here on Below the Belt Show. And, of course, you can check check you out uh, on uh, The Bold and the Beautiful um, on CVS, uh, Sally Spectra, and of course uh, on your video game platforms <laughs> on yes. Control. So, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, thank you so much. Wow, this is great, Cordy. If you could, before we let you go, let us know who you are, 
throw out uh, a plug for maybe some of your video game work and Bold and Beautiful, let us know you're on Below the Belt Show. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> if, if you could just do a, a, a promo for us, just let us know who you are. You can throw out okay. your uh, few projects. Like, I'm, I'm Courtney Hope, and I'm uh, in control, and Bold and Beautiful, and you're on Below the Belt Show. Hi, I am Courtney Hope, and I play Sally Spectra on The Bold and the Beautiful and Jesse Faden from Control. And you are listening to the Below the Belt Show. Hold on, can I do that again? That's perfect. No, it's perfect. <laughs> perfect. That was good. Listening to the Below the Belt Show? Yeah, that's it. Below, Below the Belt Show. That's perfect. You are listening to or on? You, you can say either one. <laughs> and I call myself an actor, and I can't do this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Hi, I am Courtney Hope, and I play Sally Spectra on The Bold and the Beautiful and Jesse Faden from Control, and you are listening to Below the Belt Show. I love it. Courtney, awesome. thanks so much for calling in. Yeah, thanks, guys. This is great. Thank you. Bye. 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 Okay, bye. <laughs>